2: see what FedEx can do for your business
1: absolutely positively FedEx welcome to the CBS I on money show it's Thursday January 19th and we are here answering your financial questions We is me and Mark Talercio, the best executive producer in the world. Mark, do you still want to, should we change your title ever? Should we, in other words, is there a better title for you to have in case I drop dead tomorrow and you need to like fill out that resume? What other title do you think we should have?
2: Well, if that were to happen, I would be completely screwed. Let's just say that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about if we changed your title to like executive producer and chief content officer.
2: Yeah, it's a mouthful. I'm happy with what it is.
1: All right. We made it up the first time, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Anyway, Mark is the man who makes everything run. We got to make sure that Mark's wife makes a lot of money in case I do. uh, If one of two things happens, either I meet my maker or potentially I just say, I don't want to do this anymore. Although I don't know. I want to keep doing this for a long time.
2: Amanda has asked me recently, she says, have you gotten a real sense from Jill as to how long she wants to do this? I said, no, not really. I said, we haven't really talked about that. She says, well, you should, Maybe you should have that conversation, she says.
1: Well, let's talk about it right now with everybody. You know, part of the problem, not the problem, but part of the challenge for me is that I love doing this. But, you know, the day job, which is being on CBS radio and TV, it's awesome you know, and I make a lot of money doing that much more than they do with the podcasts and the radio show themselves. But, you know, so I mean, I'm in a contract year this year. So if anyone from CBS is listening, I love my job and I love my job and I love my job. I hope they renew me, but it's a media world. So I would like to keep doing this. I mean, I'd like to say at the very least, Mark, five years. Jackie's like five years. She's on a five-year plan. It could be less, but like, I think at least five years and I'd love 10. I, you know me, I like doing this.
2: So five years and hmm, I really got to figure something out. I have no idea what I would do, to be honest with you. Oh,
1: I don't know. I mean, we'll figure. I probably won't stop. You know, I love doing what I do. I really do. And, you know, I have many ideas about things to do in the interim. I have another idea for us, but I can't talk about it on the air. But it's a very good idea and I think it's worth considering. So you don't need to make that much money because Juju is kicking ass. So that's fine. We just need to make sure you're working.
2: Correct. Yeah. Something.
1: All right. I'll see what I can do. Let's see how well the book sells. Listen, if the book sells really well, then I'm in good shape. Then I'll probably get a third book deal. But God knows, I don't even know what, th- I hated writing books. This book was so much fun to write because it was all about the callers. <laughs> so Mark, tell me what you thought about when I gave you that little audio tease.
2: It was very inspirational. If, uh, if I didn't know anything about the book, it would make me want to go out and pick it up.
1: Oh, great. That is so good.
2: It's really, you, you only live once. And if you're thinking about making a change, just figure out a way to try and make it happen.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know. If, did I talk about Maureen on this show or the other show? I can't remember which. But I just had a very dear friend of mine die. She happens to be in the book. So the thing that's amazing to me is that, like, I'm writing this book and I'm just sort of offhandedly talking about my friend Maureen. And, you know, now the book is being published and she's dead. You know, and it just, it so hit me over the head that, You don't wait around for things to happen. You do the things you want to do and you make them happen. So we need to make sure we do those things and live the lives we want to live, not what your parents want you to do and not what your spouse necessarily wants you to do. It's about what you want to do. And sometimes it's just our emotions that get in the way. So if you are looking at some sort of reset, some sort of idea about what you want to do in your life that's different do pre-order the new book, The Great Money Reset. When you pre-order, you will be invited to our first ever live webinar. It's exciting and I can't wait for it. So, all right, now let's, let's get to you because you guys don't care so much about us. Heidi from Wisconsin. How much longer should I work, Heidi? You answer it right now.
3: Well, I want to keep listening. So a long time.
1: No, because you're going to be done. You're going to be all financially secure. You're not going to listen anymore. Then all of a sudden you're going to be like, I'm going to listen to true crime podcasts. I don't care about money because I have so much. I'm not a true crime person myself. Although, you know, Mark, we did get into serial. Do you listen to anything other than our podcast, Mark, or not?
2: No, nothing.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Because I edit audio all day long. So really the last thing I want to do is listen to
1: more audio. Certainly the last thing you want to do is hear my voice. (laughs)
2: It's like a chef who cooks all day. The last thing he wants to do, is, or she wants to do, is come home and cook.
1: That's true. That's a good point. All right. Heidi, what's going on? How can we help you? Yeah.
3: Thanks for having me. So I recently got a new job and I'm making $50,000 more. And I'm just wondering what to do with that because I have. All right. Let's spend it. <laughs> right. Uh huh. <laughs> okay.
1: What's the new job? How much do you make? Yeah. So I make one eighty.
2: One eighty in Wisconsin. You must be living large.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's like, yes, I am. Uh, how old are you? I'm 38. Partnered,
3: married, no, single, single with a eight year old son.
1: Wow, good for you. The new income is it a new job or is it um, just a boost at your at the previous employer?
3: Yeah, it's a totally new job. New.
1: Great, congratulations. New Thank when you. When did you start the new job? About July. Okay, so you had half of last year, but now this is full on one hundred and eighty. Are you making retirement contributions? Yes, I max everything out. Twenty-two five, beautiful. How much is in the old plan? Did you roll it over, or is it uh, somewhere else, or still in the old place?
3: It's still at the old place. Wondering what to do with it, so I have about one hundred and ten thousand
1: dollars there. And again, that's traditional, right?
3: Uh, I would say maybe twenty percent of it is Roth. I started doing Roth towards the end of my time there.
1: Great. Okay, that's fantastic. Tell us about other assets you have. Do you have a brokerage account or old IRAs or Roth IRAs floating around? Yeah, so I have about
3: 28,000 in a brokerage. I have in a traditional IRA, I have about 110,000. A Roth IRA, I have about 5,000. I just converted some of that from traditional IRA to Roth IRA about 15,000, so maybe 95,000 in traditional Twenty thousand in Roth IRA right now. Great. Um, I have twenty thousand in I bonds, one for me, one for the kid, and a five
1: twenty nine. How much in the five twenty nine plan?
3: I'm just shy of ten thousand.
1: And what about cash on hand? Is that the brokerage account, or is that is there is there a bank account like an emergency reserve?
3: Yeah, my savings is maybe twenty six thousand dollars right now, and I'm trying to get that back up.
1: Do you uh, rent or do you own? I own tell us about what you own.
3: Yeah, so it's I owe 290,000 about and it's probably worth 400,000 give or take at 3.75%.
1: Great. Perfect. And you want to stick around there? You're happy where you are? Oh, yes. Yeah. Great. So if you look at your expenses, what do you figure it takes you to live on a monthly basis?
3: Ooh, that's a good question. So I think my savings, I have about it's about 9 months savings for emergency fund it's about nine months right now so whatever that is
1: so you mean like three grand a month or 25 that doesn't seem like very Mm -hmm. much no i would say probably five thousand a month yeah that's what i that makes sense okay and are you putting money proactively into the 529 plan
3: i try to hit at least the tax benefit which is fifteen hundred dollars and then I put in a little bit more here and there. I put in more earlier on mm-hmm. just to try and have something in there. But right mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm wondering what to do with that, if I keep adding to it or not. But maybe 1500 a year is what I plan to do for now.
1: What about the sort of other liabilities? You mentioned a mortgage. Is there a car loan?
3: No, no car loan, no credit card debt. I do have student loans and a
1: home renovation loan. Oh, student loan. How much? 42000 Will any of this qualify for forgiveness if we get forgiveness?
3: Yes, I have been approved if forgiveness comes through for 10.
1: And so when you go on the website and it says, here's what your monthly payment's going to be starting whenever we start again, do you know what that is? Or have you been paying all along?
3: I've been paying. um, I stopped the last couple months just wondering what to do with, with money. But I think it's I would like to get it paid off by the end of
1: the year. So what about, the? you said there's a construction loan or a a home uh, renovation loan? What's that?
3: Yeah, so it's $15,000, but 0% for the next couple of years. I got all the appliances and all the stuff for 0%, which is really great. Wow. So waiting to just pay that off.
1: Any other income that you have? I get child support, about $1,200 a month. All right. How important is the five twenty nine? It's like do you have an ex who's going to help pay for college. You, are you on the hook for half of college? What's the deal?
3: I don't know if my child will go to college or not. So I'm trying to be careful on on what I do. I would hope so. Go to some sort of um, further education, but okay, but not um, the main priority right now. No, no. Okay. But because I have uh, the grandparents are helping out as well, and hmm. hopefully, you know, okay, hopefully we find some right. sort of place to put that money.
2: pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cashback. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
1: So the crux of the issue that you are asking about is what?
3: What should I do with the extra $50,000 a year? Should I? I want to continue maxing out my... A retirement accounts do I, I it is important for me to help fund schooling Do I do that now do I do that later or do I try and pay off student
1: loans mm-hmm. or do I do a Roth conversion? Mark, are you ready to take this take Heidi through this?
2: I would do the 529 now I wouldn't wait I would start doing that now
1: And I might just use the child support and literally just use that and put that in that thousand dollars a month. I might just put that right into the 529 plan for a couple of years and see where you stand. You feel okay with that? I mean, you'll know, like, even if you if, if this kid is not, like, into, let's say, going to full four-year school, but even if you wanted to use it for some sort of trade school or some, you know, like, there will be opportunity. And if you don't need it, then you could take it out. And Mark, what's in that in the SECURE Act There's a funny thing about 529s. Can you roll it into a Roth now?
2: Uh, you can roll up to, first of all, it has to be for the child. It has to be a Roth for the child. It can't be your Roth. But you can get your kid started in the, on the right path for retirement. But yeah, you can roll up to $35,000 in your lifetime.
1: So that could be kind of a good thing. So let's shoot to get thirty five dollars in there.
2: Worst case scenario, he doesn't go to school. You don't use it for college. Okay, well, then you can roll it into a Roth IRA for your son.
1: And that's what a gift that is. Oh, I think I had no idea that was an option. That's a great
2: idea. It just started. It's brand new.
1: It's a beautiful thing. What about, okay, Mark, she's going to max out the Roth. What about the old uh, retirement account? Should we roll them? Where's the new Roth 401k held? What is the company?
3: I, I do not know yet. I've been putting money into it and I haven't checked the. Come on, uh, girl. I know, I know. Heidi,
1: you got a lot of money. We got to get you a little more accountable for that. Let's presume it's a decent one. I think what I would do is, well, there's two things, you could, two choices. Where do you hold your traditional and your Roth IRAs right now?
3: The Vanguard.
1: Why don't we take the old 401k and roll the traditional into your traditional and the Roth into your Roth? Mark, I don't know. I know you love converting, but I'm sort of like, who cares? Let's not convert at this point.
2: I, I would just leave it be. I would just, you know, keep maxing out your 401k Roth. You know, I know the interest rate on the on the debt is zero, but I, I would make that the priority.
1: So, okay. So let's get this, let's get this kind of clear. So we got a few things on your list. You ready, Heidi? Number one, child support of $1,000 goes into the 529 plan. Is the 529 plan a state plan, right? You said you got an income tax deduction, right? Yes. It's okay, good. At Vanguard. Great. $1,000 a month goes in there. We're going to aim to get you at 35 grand total. So that'll give you a couple years, like you'll get, you'll be there, right? So let's get that done. Then. In addition, now what we want you to do is take the old retirement account, roll your traditional portion of that into your traditional IRA at Vanguard. Take your Roth portion and roll it into the Roth IRA at Vanguard. Now we're done with that. Okay. You're going to keep maxing out your Roth 401k at your new job, but you're going to promise to look up where it is held. So we know that And you're going to tell you, we're going to make you accountable. You're going to tell us where it's held. So we know where it is. Now you've got all this extra cash flow. So let's presume that you have this extra money coming in. Do you have a sense of how much money that is coming in on a monthly basis? Like extra money, like more, like at the end of last year where you're like, oh, I have a lot more money coming in. Do you know what the numbers are?
3: It was about 5000 per month before taxes, so after the Roth conversions and you know being more tax on it, I'm assuming it's going to be about 3500
1: a month. Okay, 4, let's 000. even say 3000. Let's just give you a little sh- shmush room. Mark, do you think she needs to beef up the savings account at all?
2: Probably, just cuz you know, she's single, she has a child. I would probably like a little bit more in there.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. I think I think we probably want you you said you had twenty six thousand, that was six months. I'd like you to have a you like have fifty grand, forty, fifty grand in there. So let's first thing beef up the savings for the next few months. Oh, let me ask you one I'm sorry, one last question. You said brokerage account. What's in that brokerage account? A small array of ETFs. What's in this brokerage account? Are you like desperate to hold on to it? No. How do you feel about selling out the brokerage? Is, is, do you have a gain, net, net, do you have a gain in the brokerage account or a loss, do you think?
3: I think a very slight loss, if anything.
1: I would sell that whole thing out and hold that loss for this year because you can deduct up to $3,000 in losses against ordinary income. I would take the $28,000 and I would take half of it and put it in your savings account. Boring. I'd take the other 14 grand and whack it down on your student loan. Okay. There's two ways to do this. I just want to point this out. I would just take half and put in the savings and make sure you're in a high yield savings account so you get some good interest here because you can right now. Take the other half, just let's pay it, just make one lump sum payment towards a student loan. How great is that going to be? And then start putting $3,000 a month on the student loan. And then when that student loan is done and, you know, or maybe you get a bonus or something else happens we can start paying off the construction loan. I just want to make sure that that construction loan, you're sure that no interest starts for like how many years? Yeah, it was five years
3: and it will be paid off by the time the interest starts. They set it okay. up so I won't get screwed at
1: the other end. Okay, good. I like this as a game plan. Now, what happens when all this debt is done?
2: Build up that brokerage.
1: Then you're gonna, we're going to start the brokerage account. I have to say, it's very exciting to me to see someone who's in, like, how did you get this raise? What happened? Did you proactively look for a job? Did you get headhunted? What happened?
3: I worked my butt off. I went to grad school for this lo- with this loan, and I graduated and got a better job. This
1: is an instance where graduate school actually paid off. What did you get? What was the advanced degree? An MBA.
2: And it wasn't that crazy expensive. We just we just took an email from somebody looking to spend one hundred and fifty on an MBA.
1: Yeah. How much did you spend? It was about seventy thousand. Did you get help from your employer? Yes. Oh, see, that's good. So you mean, wait a second, the employer helped you and then you blew out? <laughs> Bye. That's what happened? Leave no comments. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither, con- neither confirm nor deny that counselor. Um, all right. Anything else on, um, oh, do you have your estate documents done and life insurance for this kid? Yes and yes. Oh, great. That's good. Okay made me feel better. I guess you timed that. There's great market timing on your part for the grad school since you've, have you ever paid interest? Nope. Holy smokes. This woman got an interest free MBA loan. That's great. See, you could never have, who could have contemplated that, but I'm glad it worked for you. All right, my friend, good luck to you. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us. So if you guys are looking at transitions, maybe you're making more money, maybe you're making less money, why don't you get in touch with us? The Eye on Money show is delighted to accept your questions. You just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button and a form will pop up. Write your question down. We'll get your email. At the bottom of the form, it says, would you be willing to come on the show? If you say yes, yay, we'll get you on the show. That's so good. While you're on the website, don't forget to pre-order The Great Money Reset. That's my new book. It's coming out in just a couple of weeks. And also sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Mark Talercio is the co-host and the executive producer of the show. We're distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back change your work change your wealth change your life thanks for listening we'll talk to you next time